Welcome to the Together for Good podcast, a podcast specifically designed to inspire, challenge, and uplift you during your daily walk of faith. Friends, we are about to enter the season of Lent. I am recording this on the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. I believe it's it's going out on Tuesday as well. Tomorrow's Ash Wednesday. It begins this 40-day journey towards Jerusalem and the cross and ultimately the empty tomb on Easter morning. But I have invited on Pastor Gary. He and I sat down to talk uh, about the season of Lent. What's it about? What are we supposed to be doing with it? What are some common practices? And then we also just go into details about how we here at Bethany Lutheran Church are going to be entering into the Lenten season. There is a lot of really good stuff here. Even if you're not a Bethany member, you just listen to the podcast. Hey, we're really glad you're here. And I really think you'll have um, some interesting insights. Uh, you'll, you'll appreciate what this, where this conversation goes. So I'm going to turn it over now to this conversation between Pastor Gary and I about the season of Lent. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you listening. I'm sitting down here with friend of the show, <laughs> Pastor Gary Sandberg. Hey, Pastor Gary. <laughs> Pastor Nate, what a joy to be together on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And we're hopping on together uh, to give you a preview of Lent here at Bethany. Not only um, what Lent is, uh, this the entire idea of the season, but also specifically how we're going to be engaging the season here at Bethany Lutheran Church. And so, Pastor Gary, I'll, as lead pastor, I will let you <laughs> Do the big unveiling, light the Christmas tree, so to speak. What is our theme for Lent? Well, I'm glad to do this because as we release this podcast on Mardi Gras, Uh uh, Fat Tuesday, tomorrow is Ash Wednesday. And I'm already already looking at how we will open up our theme. And that is we're going to look at a change in perspective. Just the way that we might look at something that is so familiar, yet we want to look at the nuances that are revolving around it, find that way that we might not have taken time to consider whether it's part of a story, part of our own life, part of the way that we even enter into the season of Lent. We're just going to try to open up new perspectives for people so that this season becomes even richer again this year. Yeah, and I really, I, as we as a pastoral staff, it was you, me, and intern Rita kind of started to think about this as a possible theme. We got pretty excited because it really does seem as if Lent, in, in and of itself, just as a season, wants to encourage us to maybe change our perspective or to just look at things a little bit differently. We, we had a sermon together on Sunday, yeah. and we even talked about that a little bit there about how Jesus goes up to the mountain for, as you said, 40 minutes um, <laughs> for the transfiguration. Um, you know, Moses wandered in the wilderness with the Israelites for 40 years, and yeah. he went up to the mountain for 40 days. And there's something about this number 40 that's just this spiritual chunk of time. And Lent is a 40-day season, in case you didn't know. That does not include Sundays. Sundays are not included in the count, right. so it's actually yep. like 46 days. Uh, but that there, yeah, the within the church calendar, we have this season set aside for something to shift in us, for things right. to really be very different. You you talked about I can't remember if it was at the eight thirty or the ten, or if you did this at both yeah. with both sermons, but how. Um, when you go from Advent, Advent leads into the season of Christmas. And that's really kind of a celebration into a celebration. <laughs> exactly. And then Christmas into Epiphany is certainly a celebration into more celebration. <laughs> sure. But Epiphany moving into Lent is this real change. Yeah. Lent is definitely, of the liturgical seasons, just a vastly different time. And I think it's for us to change our perspective in some way. And it's really important that we give it the time that it takes. That's what, Mm. uh, as you'll start out uh, on Sunday, the first Sunday in Lent, you preach about Jesus 40 days in the wilderness. 
because we probably all know that we could get by that seven, 10, even 15 days, and sometimes even 20, we might say, even an advent calendar, you know, yeah. because because you never know when Advent's going to start. They all start December 1. Well, uh-huh. they really should. <laughs> that, that date should change. But we just, we just give December 1 for the Advent calendar because it's nice and generic. But there is even something about that time frame that usually is 24 days or uh-huh. so that really creates anticipation. And we could get to that point. But when you hit beyond that 20, 25, even 30 days, now you move into a just a different sense of how that affects you. And I think that's why yeah. it's so important that Lent is 40 days. As I did say on Sunday, I think it's more spiritual than chronological. Uh-huh. It just, it's enough time to really allow ourselves, if we if we work into it, it allows ourselves to really be changed. I think that it lends itself into the Lenten disciplines even. Yeah. You know, I can go 10 days without potato chips. I might even make three weeks if I'm really disciplined, if I decide to do that over the summer, for instance. Uh huh. But doing that for 40 days and then not cheating on Sundays, you yeah. know, but, well, but still, even though they might not count in the 40 days, but allowing that, that's a, that's a discipline that takes me out of my comfort zone of what I might feel at different times of the year. Uh huh. But somehow realizing I'm entering into Lent, now this these Lenten disciplines become less chronological and more spiritual. I agree. And it, there's just something, because when it's 40 days, then suddenly it becomes familiar. It becomes the new normal for you, right? Sure. And so, and that really, to go along with our theme, really changes your perspective on things. Oh, absolutely. We, to not, to not, you know, as, as, as pithy as it sounds, like, like to not have potato chips for 40 days. <laughs> right. But in the same sense, yeah, like it really changes your perspective on your relationship with food in general. It um, does. And so, yeah, so you mentioned the Lenten discipline. Yeah. And there's actually four, yeah, take us through four core ones that typically get associated with the season. Lent is a season of prayer, of fasting, of confession or penitence is the fancy word they use, mm-hmm. and almsgiving, which is also a fancy word that kind of <laughs> means generosity and yeah. giving to the poor. So, I mean, of those four, that's why, you know, th- those are th- ways that you can kind of theme the season for yourself. This is how the church historically has governed or has, has worked itself is to take 40 days to commit to these disciplines, to commit to this type of observance of this really large period of time. Right. Do you, do you have a favorite one of those, Pastor so, Gary? Uh, you know, probably fasting is the one that gets the most press. Me yeah. the most. It's yeah. one that gets the most press. And part of it is because uh, I... I tend to be a person who lives in generosity as a general discipline. And so I don't feel that Lent impacts me in the same way around that, that my whole life tends to revolve around mm-hmm. it. I, I think for us as Lutherans, when we start so many of our worship services with confession and forgiveness, that it also becomes a little less uh, a little less challenging or or new, I would say, yep. because it's so much integrated into our regular worship liturgy as far as that goes. And so as I, as I look at those, the way we look at that, fasting, I think, is also the most um, interesting in that we start out Lent hearing of Jesus in the wilderness. Right. And so that invites us into that. It's also become really... Oh, I don't know. It's become really niche in the last 10 years or so to not give up something for Lent, but to take on something for Lent. 
And, uh, you know, people talk about the things that they do um, take on and they do differently during Lent. I think that's where, you know, um, the generosity or confession become some of those things that, that you could take on. Yeah, the, absolutely. You can take on if you don't really immerse yourself in it at other times of your life. But what I like about the idea of fasting, I, I still believe that there are years when I have given something up and there are years that I've taken something on. Uh-huh. I am more impacted by what I give up. Interesting. Than by what I take on. Huh. And so there was a year where I, I, I say it, it seems silly to say it, but I did give up potato chips for Lent one okay. year. And what I realized in the first week was how often I ate potato exactly, chips. Exactly. Right. You know, I realized that that was almost a daily activity for me. And, and not an entire bag, like, uh, you know, that, that would make you sick or something. You sure, know? sure, sure. But it was just a, a very common lunch side dish for me, if you can call it a side dish. And so I realized in the first week that I was conscious of the fact that I gave up potato chips. As I went further on, I started realizing that I didn't want to just give up potato chips. But every time I would start to reach for them, because it was just a very common thing for me to do, to reach to the shelf and there's a bag of potato chips sitting there and the rest (laughs) of my family hadn't given them up, so they were still in the house. But what I realized is it made me stop and actually take a moment to immerse myself in the season of Lent. Right. It, It became a spiritual practice to not eat potato chips, not a health benefit. Uh-huh. And that's what I think changed. And I wouldn't have gotten that in a week or 10 days. But it took me a while to get over not eating potato chips to then incorporating it, even if it was a 10 second time of just reflection on myself and my relationship with God. That's what I built into the giving up. So part of it isn't just to give something up but then replace it with a Lenten discipline. Right. You know, so I think some people, that's will, a good point. some people will give up. I mean, the, the other thing that's just so common, you know, give up Starbucks coffee, uh-huh. but turn that into a $5 daily donation to world hunger or, or, you know, some other really in, important ministry. And so that's where you would say, well, I interrupted one part exactly. of my life, yeah, yeah. but I turned it into a Latin discipline. The, I love that you use the word interruption there too, because that's really what, you, like we're programming these interruptions in, right? right? Like you had this interruption where the trigger was normally for you to just like grab the bag of potato chips and not even really think that much about it and enjoy the potato chips. But yeah. now you've built in this interruption, like, wait a second, I'm giving these up for Lent. And it can kind of take you back to an awareness absolutely, of God, of what God's doing in your life, of your relationship with God, your life of faith, right? Like it, it builds in these awesome daily reminders of this deeper relationship. I, I'm, I'm reminded in all this, my, um, my brother-in-law is a uh, Muslim. He grew up in Senegal, like small little town, West Africa. Has, and, and so he fasts during Ramadan. That's oh, yeah. the holy time of year for um, Islam. And I remember talking to him about it because I was just kind of fascinated. And for them, it's really when the sun is up, you are not allowed to eat for 40 days. It is legit fasting. Yeah. Um, and talking with him about it, though, he said, he's like, no, I really appreciate it because every time I feel hungry – 
it's a reminder of my relationship with God and of saying a prayer for those who are without food. So that's kind of how it's all, right? Like it was just really neat to hear him talk about it, of even that sense of hunger being this reminder, this interruption, this right. calling back to faith itself. And and so, yeah, fasting is a great thing. It does get all the press of like giving something up for Lent. Sure. And, and yet we commend that too, because it, as long as you're kind of building it in, in this very intentional way, right. it really can be, uh, can change your perspective on a lot of things as you kind of hear just the way you described it. It really is. It changes your perspective on so much by doing that. Well, so Pastor Gary, let's, let's kind of shift gears now too. We've kind of talked about Lent in general in this yeah. sense, but what's it going to look like here at Bethany? We know the theme is a change in perspective. Like how are we doing that on Sunday morning? What do we, what do we got right. on? Yeah. How are we going to enjoy this theme? So Sunday morning is what I like. This is the season where we enter into uh, especially the second, third, fourth, and a little bit the fifth Sunday in Lent, some very, very long gospel readings. Yes. So the first thing you'll notice is you're going to be invited to sit during the reading of the gospel. <laughs> We're giving up standing. We're giving up standing for Lent, <laughs> at least for the gospel reading, just because they're really long, and and you'll concentrate better if you're sitting as a part of that. But they're also somewhat really well-known stories, but also long stories with multiple characters, uh-huh. and we really want to look at these stories from a different angle sometimes. Let's mm-hmm. find the lesser character and, and say, how might they approach the story? What would be their reaction to it? Or to even look at the potential of one of the main characters, but really try to delve into as much as we can what might they be thinking, realizing we're not going to put ourselves completely in somebody else's shoes, but at least find a way to say, here's a different way of hearing that story. Here's a way that a character of that story might have engaged it in a way I might not have thought of before. And for me as a preacher, I think it's really exciting to push me out of a main character Mm. and to allow me to immerse myself in the lesser known side of the story. But we really hope that that brings a part of that a part of that turning to look differently. I mean, part of Lent is turning to look at yourself differently. And we mm-hmm. hope that using a way of looking at a gospel differently simply allows people that opportunity in other phases of their life. Yeah, well, I mean, the gospel readings too in general are, are kind of where you, me, and intern Rita started to come up with this idea of a change in perspective right. because there's is, there is a lot of change that happens to the characters, the specific people that we meet. Sure. And, and they come to Jesus in different ways and they have certain thoughts about themselves even. And it seems that Jesus kind of changes in most of our gospel readings, how they think of themselves. Right. I mean, not to get right. too far ahead, right? Yep. Or, or like Lazarus yeah, is <laughs> yeah. dead. And then he has a change in perspective or he's not dead anymore. Um, right. and, <laughs> and all of the townspeople have an experience of what death is now. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and that's what's really neat about it is just recognizing those ways that this is, this is the work Jesus often does is change people's perspective. Right. They have assumptions. Um, I think I'm going to talk about this a lot this Sunday in this temptation story. Um, there's a lot of assumptions about what the Messiah does and what the Messiah looks like. And that's part of this temptation is that Jesus is changing our perspective, changing people's perspective on what a Messiah is actually all about. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's, it fits really well and it's a fun way to do it. One of the other things we should mention, um, Sunday mornings, just in general in Lent, tend to look a little bit differently. Yeah. Um, just, I think I referenced this on, on Sunday during the Transfiguration service. Like every hymn is in the 
the minor key so we can get really dour and depressed, it seems. But I, you know what? In the same sense, I appreciate that of just, yeah, that it, it feels different it when does. you walk in the door. It feels different and really also makes um, Easter and the Easter season that much more joyful because sure. you've... You're like, okay, I'm kind of done with all the sharps and flats for a little while. Yeah. Um, and we are going to do, as we always do, just a little bit of changing and tweaking in terms of how our service is laid out and what that looks mm-hmm. like, just to hopefully engage the theme in a really meaningful way in our life of worship together. Uh, but then there's other opportunities. Let's talk. Yeah. Gary, tell them a little bit about the, the program that we're going to be offering on Tuesday, Wednesdays. So, here. right. Here would be the bi- the biggest change. People are so used to having a noon service on Wednesday right. and a 7 p.m. service on Wednesday. But we're asking you to change your perspective. <laughs> That's right. And change your <laughs> calendar a little bit. Because we already have built in a Tuesday worship experience. Uh-huh. We thought it doesn't make sense to have a Tuesday worship and then a Wednesday worship and then a Wednesday night worship. We also have a lot of Wednesday night uh, ministries and programming. That's already part of what we're doing. So... Wednesdays, in, or not Wednesdays, daily, weekly in, in Lent. Tuesdays, will continue with the 11.30 a.m. worship service. Mm-hmm. That'll take us to about 12.10 or so, right mm-hmm. in that time frame. So Tuesdays at 11.30 in the chapel, we'll gather for worship. And then everyone's invited to a, a simple meal, a lunch following that worship service. Those will be communion worship services yep. uh, on those Tuesdays as well. And then Wednesday nights, because it fits in with our Wednesday evening ministry programming that's all year round, worship will be at 6 o'clock, mm-hmm. probably in effect starting at 6.04, because we'll sort of dismiss people from dinner. Sure. But there will be dinner on Wednesday nights. Again, a nice simple meal, but a great healthy one for everybody to enjoy. And then uh, worship will be happening shortly after 6, take us up to about 6.50 or so, so that people who are part of choir and other ministries will be able to get to that. But the Tuesday at 11.30 and the Wednesday at 6 o'clock will virtually be the same worship service. Mm -hmm. So you can certainly come to both because you will seem like a genius on (laughs) Wednesday nights because you'll know everything that's going on. But... Just to know those will be virtually identical for people because we really just want to be able to live into this theme. Um, and, you know, there's a, a way of being able to carry it out for people who would prefer to be here midday than evening. And we're exactly. just trying to accommodate that, those schedules that people have as well as we can. And, and part of those worship, it will be a worship service. And, and then the, mm. the sermon time will be more of a Bible study-ish. We're hoping right. there will be some, you know, back and forth and interaction to kind of getting the best of both worlds. And the way that we've set it out, we've we've exchanged it. We have a nice schedule. You'll lead one, I'll lead one, intern reader will lead one, and kind of go through the, the batting order like that, if you will. And um, But what each of us will do, each of us is preparing, is to teach you about a familiar scripture story but to give you a different perspective on it. Right. Again, leaning into this and uh, helping us to see that we often just have assumptions about what this passage means, but to say like, wait, here is another way you might look at it, a different character you might resonate with to hopefully give you something new to think about based on a familiar story. So we're really excited to offer that. I, I should mention as well, those Tuesday and Wednesdays, these different perspective things. We're also going to do something similar here on the podcast. Right. And the podcast will be sharing the leadership of it and leading you through Bible studies all throughout Lent that offer you different perspectives on familiar Bible stories. So we hope that this can be enriching to your Lenten discipline, especially as we lean into this change in perspective kind of mindset. Any Anything to add about that, Pastor Gary? I would say that 
what we would hope is that you would come expecting the unexpected. Yeah. And that you're you're ready to not not walk into Lent saying, well, this is kind of, I, I, I get Lent. I've been through it before. I know what's expected of me. We're really hoping that we shake that just a little bit this year and leave you walking out saying, oh, okay, that was new or even that was different. Uh-huh. And that, that's really our hope in this because there's some, there's something that allows us to, if we look at scripture different, it may allow us to look at ourselves different. And that's really what we're looking at. We're, as you talked about living into, leaning into Lent, is our, we're hoping that by what we do, you'll just be able to look at those Lenten disciplines that you have been taking on year after year after year and hoping you'll just be able to see them a little differently in your own life. Yeah, I think more than anything else, uh, we really believe, and it's true to our faith, that, I mean, Jesus comes to transform us inside and out, yeah. to make all things new, including within us each and every day. And to recognize that none of us have arrived, none of us have all the answers <laughs> signed, sealed, and delivered. And to take this season of Lent to say, like, okay, how else, um, Holy Spirit, how else do you want me to look at the world differently? Yeah. What else within me can can be changed? And to really take these 40 days, um, yeah, to allow something to shift within you. I think what it also really sets us up well for is um, this whole Holy Week journey that we'll be on yeah. at the end of Lent. And, and that's such a familiar story. And if you just let it be a familiar story, then, then you miss the gift of it oftentimes. Right. And so by preparing ourselves with a change in perspective in so many ways, by tuning our minds to kind of look at things differently for 40 days leading up to Holy Week, maybe we'll hear something different and discover something new in this most holy story of Christ's death and resurrection. And we should mention, we have a plan that you and I <laughs> right. will record a, a Holy will. Week podcast. So stay tuned for that as Holy Week gets closer. We'll kind of give you some... too much there to get <laughs> agreed, in the Lent agreed. podcast. Exactly. It so needs we'll, its own. It needs its own. <laughs> we'll, we'll come back in, in Holy Week to, to do this once again. Uh, but we, ho- we hope you embrace this season of Lent. We hope that you embrace this idea of changing your perspective and allowing the Holy Spirit to work in different ways in your life, to look at things differently. And we're really excited about all that we have to offer. We are, very we, much. We're working hard on getting this all done and ready and prepared and excited to roll it out for you. So any other words of encouragement, Pastor Gary, before we sign off? I, the only word of encouragement would be um, allow yourself to be present. Yeah. yeah and yeah, even, even if your schedule hasn't been set for you to be here, this is a great change in perspective. Yeah. Change, your, change your very schedule to allow yourself to be a part of it. Well, thank you, friends, for listening. We really do encourage you to embrace the gift that Lent is, and we hope that what we have to offer you here at Bethany can help you change your perspective in new and different ways. Thanks, as always, for listening. Blessings, all. Stay in peace.